Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. We are continuing with music. Music week has definitely turned into music month, and now it's going to have to turn into music months, because the whole plan was to originally do it up to Coachella, because of thanks to good old-fashioned coronavirus, that's why we only drink Bush Latte. Um, it is obviously in October, so music month is going to have to be uh, extended. So I tossed out the bad signal, and who is the people to pick it up? But our first ever repeat guest, we have East Main in the podcast studio. We got Jeremy and Daniel. How are you guys doing? I'm feeling okay right now still. So that's good. I'm um, pretty relaxed. I've yeah. gotten to work from home for the past couple of days. So yeah, got some good R&R. That was nice. Yeah. It's been nice. I don't know how long that's going to last as far as feeling good about it. But yeah, it's true. we'll work with it. Long term, it makes me a little anxious. Okay, a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like everyone's like that. Yeah, everyone's, yeah. everyone's like, I don't even get the people when they're like, oh, like, I'm, I'm pretty confident about it. Like, I'm not worried at all. Like, dude, if you're not worried, you don't care. Like, uh, like exactly. I, I care a little bit. So it's like, fuck, I don't want to be like sick. Yeah. Dude, I'm only getting the common cold. You want me to get oh. the new form of the cold? No, I don't want that shit. No, I don't want I mean, it. there's a good chance you'll survive, but still, do you want to go through it? Yeah. I mean, dude, there's more of a good chance that you'll survive a flu. I don't want to have the flu, though. It's like a like chicken pox. It's really actually not even around anymore, thanks to all the vaccines. But it's like back in the day, I don't know. I don't know if you guys had like friends when you were like in elementary school that had it. It's like no one dies from it anymore. But it's like, dude, that shit sucked. You're itching. You had to have like the chamomile all over, or like the lotion all over you with like the oven mitts on because you couldn't itch it. It's like no, you just don't want the bad shit, even not, if it's not deadly. I didn't even. I don't even think I had the chicken. I never pox. had the chicken pox, but no. I know people did. I didn't know that it was. Well, because probably because when well, no, you guys were only a year younger, mm-hmm. you guys never had anyone with the chicken pox growing up. No, I, I I knew a couple of people who had it, but I never had it personally. Yeah, not to brag. Not <laughs> yeah, subtle flex there, but yeah, immune system's on point. I like it. <laughs> um, so obviously we got you back in the studio. So I'm glad to, I'm glad to have you guys back on. I'm glad I didn't scare you away. Yeah, thanks for having us. We we're excited to be here again. Yeah. yeah. How is how is life post podcast life? Do you, do you have the itch to get back oh on the my mic? God. Oh, it's been crazy, Joe. Can't Fans. even leave my house. Literally, yeah. no. Um, it's been. <laughs> well, it's you been, can't leave your house because I know. Literally, yeah. I know it's been great. Um, it was so fun, and we're super glad that you wanted us to come back. So yeah, of course. And just to let everyone know, we got so much more shit planned with these guys. Um, we're gonna do some videos. Not gonna leak what they are yet, but you'll be oh. seeing those come up with the episode. Well, you guys know what they are, <laughs> but um, so we got some other shit coming up, and uh, we're definitely excited to do that. Um, so I wanted to start this podcast off because I felt like the way I'm trying to do these podcasts, definitely for Music Week, is I want these guests to come back on. I want everyone to get their personalities out, but it's almost like I treat it like a superhero movie, which is gonna sound a little weird, but I'm gonna back it up. Where it's like the first one's got to be like the um, the like backstory. So it's like I need to know who you guys are, what do you guys do. You know, I asked all like the, I would feel like the more normal interview questions. Like who is your inspirations? And I believe that's all great. But then you get into the time out, you know, ketchup on eggs, pineapple on pizza, get you guys out of your shell. And this one, you know, this is the second one. This is like Spider-Man 2. It's like you don't have to worry about any of that, like, backstory. You know the backstory. So I think we're going to have a little bit of fun with this one. So one of the things we didn't even talk about because we were, you know, so busy um, talking about everything else is autopilot by itself. Mm -hmm. We never actually took a deep dive into autopilot. 
Um, and so I would like to just ask you guys a couple of questions about autopilot. I know that we talked a lot about the overview of how you guys make music, mm -hmm. but I want to go into specifically this EP. Okay. I'm about it. So yeah. one of the things that I want to say just to start off with is a lot of the times that you hear someone say like, oh, my inspiration's this. I try to mimic this. I try to like, this is where I'm trying to go with my music. And then you listen to their music and you're like, dude, I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if you really listen to those people because you're, you're missing the mark. Um, but you brought up that Mac Miller is one of your um, people that have, you know, help you mm -hmm. like with your music style and, you know, it's someone that you listened to growing up. And specifically, I've gotten a lot of feedback on um, In A While. Okay. That song specifically, as soon as I heard it, I was like, yeah, that's Mac Miller. Wow. Like just your, just oh, like my your heart. <laughs> if, um, are you guys cool if I play it on here? Do you guys? Yeah, oh, for oh, sure. For, um, yeah. So... Just so the people at home can know what I do. Once again, it's East Main, M A N E. So it's not Maine. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's Maine. Like Gucci Maine. Gucci Maine. East Maine. Yeah. Autopilot. And so this is this is the song. It's like just the intro. I mean, did you guys realize how much this is Mac Miller? Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't By the know. way, I love the head nod to your own music. I respect that shit. Uh, oh yeah, I always got a vibe to him. So it's like that intro is so Mac Miller that like, like, and I'm not the only one. I got so many text messages when I was telling people to check you guys out, and they're like, I if if that in a while song is trying to go off the Mac Miller vibe, like I'm totally getting yeah. it. And I was like, I think it was because I know that you were saying. So I wanted to know, like, were you guys conscious of that or did that just happen organically? Oh yeah, no, um, we actually. One thing we try to do is sample music a lot, and we always look at Mac Miller and his style, and a big influence of that actually came from his album, The Divine Feminine. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we really tried to model that style. Like, the song Dang is one of our favorite songs of his with Anderson Pack. Great song. And, uh, you know, we really just try to go for that upbeat, chill vibe where it's not, like, too serious of a song, a little bit more laid back, fun, good energy, and I think Jeremy's lyrics and style definitely kind of models on what mac miller was going for on mm -hmm. that one yeah um definitely a huge influence like i mentioned before and that was one of those songs where it just worked it clicked it just clicked. pretty quickly and like i mentioned last time that was the first song that we ever made together and you see us head bobbing over here because it just kind of it's almost it brings us back because we started these making these songs a while ago and that just brings us like right back to the beginning. It wasn't serious at the time when we were making it too. We just eventually, I think we kind of wanted to do it more as a hobby. And when eventually we started making a lot more beats and getting more cohesive with our style is when we actually tried to pursue it. And that mm -hmm. song was really a lifting point off for us. Yeah. And he just has this flow about him that I've always admired. And I think even for me listening to that song over and over again, the very first line that comes in, it's just smooth. Mm -hmm. And that was... That was huge, just hearing that. I would like to go on record, though, when I say <clears throat> it's like very Mac Miller-esque. I don't think it's like a ripoff of Mac Miller. I would say it's more of like a homage. Okay. So yeah. I, I would like that to be known because I don't want <laughs> yeah. you to think like I'm saying like you're ripping off of someone's flow or anything. I just think it it's like um what we were talking back on the first podcast of like having that like when you guys are making a, a B, we were talking about Katrina and it's like you're going after that vibe, that like yeah. that like sound almost. Mm -hmm. but you're not, you're, you're, 
you're tipping the cap. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. like going on and like sampling his songs to make like a remix. You're going on to make your own song. Yeah. But it's like you could tell the people that have influenced you. And I and I really like that. That was definitely a song. My favorite on the album is um is it Free Your Mind? Is that Free My Mind. Or Ooh. Free My Mind. Wow, I love to hear that. That's my favorite. Yeah. Um real quick, um, Daniel. The yeah. beat on that song is what makes it for me. That Man. beat is that beat is actually insane. That beat is um it really seemed it, if I can give my little review of the album. Please do. If I'm gonna be blatantly honest. I hope okay? you are, yeah. So what I would say is this, um so I see a lot in your lyrics and your vocalism as a lot of um up and coming rappers where I feel like your sound you're still like playing it out a little bit and you're still working on the niche. And I'm telling you like in a while it worked without like, it blows my mind that you guys just said that was your first song. Cause that blows my mind. Um, because that's insane. Cause that song was like with you guys working together and your lyrics were perfect. It seems like it, honestly, it seemed like you reached out to him. didn't know him to like send you a beat and you like went on it. Um, the one thing about you that I think is there's just uh, uh fuck I can't think of the fourth song but there's one song where I would say the vocals don't match the beat a little bit but I think that is just a beginner thing That's and I, I'm not saying you're a beginner I'm just saying there's there's like one of the friends that I'm I'm having on the podcast I think you're more advanced for where you are because how long have you guys honestly been doing it maybe like six months so yeah you're I think it's, if I could be honest though, I think you're ahead of the game because of how, ter- uh, or I'm sorry, how serious you guys are taking it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, and one song I would just like notice it in it, it was just like a little, a little didn't match up and I don't yeah. know which one it was. It's just like from ear, but there was three on there that I thought you guys perfected on it and the sound matched the beat so perfectly. But what I wanted to say about you is the craziest thing about you is when i hear you because obviously i told you i'm a huge lyricist mm-hmm. and i like like atmosphere I like kid cutty and shit the growth i can already tell from the way you guys are going into your craft makes me so excited for is it autopilot 2 yeah no yeah. i think you'll be really excited to hear what you so oh you know, man autopilot excited, 2 yeah. like the craziest stuff is like what you guys did in six months and i'm not like dogging on you i'm just being no, completely we, honest. we want you to be we appreciate honest. the honesty mm-hmm. i think i can actually see the growth and where you got because your lyrics i'm not gonna lie i think when me where you hit someone of like my fan base is i told you i like when someone's got to say shit yeah i don't like the soundcloud stuff yeah i don't like that you i like that you guys didn't rely on a hook if that makes yeah. sense because mm-hmm. you know um this is gonna sound weird. You know the Blues Travelers by any chance? Like an no, old one with like the harmonica. So Maybe if you show me a picture, I might they know. they have a song and it's literally called Hook, and the <laughs> song means nothing. And he literally in the song he's like, "I've said nothing so far, but you're on every like you hang on every word just because you want to hear." And then the hook is literally the hook brings you back, and it's about like a song how. No one really cares about the lyrics. Everyone just likes the catchy hook. And I really like that you guys didn't rely on that. And I thought that would have been a really easy cop-out that you guys used on your first EP. Mm-hmm. So hats off to that. But what I want to say with you, your lyrics are so good right now, which I don't know what the fuck you went through. Because you, <laughs> you, you got some shit to say. And like I've only talked to you for like a couple of times. But I'm telling you, I could see the growth in your vocals. I think you're going to... Something's going to snap. And I, I'm so excited to listen to yeah. more music because I'm I'm telling you, 
where you're at now, only being six months in, I think you're worlds apart. I'm just trying to be the devil's advocate because I'm trying not to fanboy too hard. Yeah. I'm trying to be like an honest. I think that's fair. You know, honestly, when it comes to the song, and I think I know what you're referring to, it's called Acting Up. Yes. Um, Actually, yes. Yeah. That song, I think it's fair to... We we didn't expect to have a perfect album. Um, We were previously in a project where it took a long time to release anything. And we really didn't want to take the approach of you know, holding on to stuff for 12 months. We want to put it out there and see what people think. And if we hear good feedback, I think that'll put us even more in the right direction. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it was, it was really only that one song that where I, where I noticed it. Um, it's just, um, the, the growth I can actually see and you like, you can hear it. You can hear when someone's actually got a talent. It's like, I don't know really how to explain it because you can't really explain that shit. But it's like, you know when you like something from the first thing. It's like a just meeting someone. You know how they say like first impressions are everything? Mm-hmm. It's like like that song. Like in a while. Like when you guys played it and like Free My Mind Perfectly for me, I thought that song was like... I, when, when did you guys write that song? What, what in order if you don't mind me asking? Uh, that was actually when we made uh, all of our songs... The album, that was our first song, but we made a couple other songs and ended up ditching them because they didn't fit. And we were trying to make a different song. And then we ended up uh, a sample that we put into halftime, which for producers, they would know it basically slows down a sample by half the speed. Mm-hmm. And like from that moment, we found this sample and moved on to Free free My Mind because it ended up being a whole new thing. Uh, it was probably a, a few months after that when we, a few months after in a while when we did that song. Yeah. Um, probably, I wouldn't say a few months, I'd say maybe like one or two months. One or two months. Um, but that was another one of those songs that we just looked at each other and we just nodded. We're like, okay. But you wrote the lyrics for that within... Oh. That, that song, I think Free My Mind and In A While are the best ways to show what you guys bring to the table. Mm -hmm. I I think those songs are so well done. I think like... The reason I say that I can see so much growth in you and I know you're going to get better and better because it literally just comes with time. That song, Free My Mind, it's like, in a while, I feel like is a single. Like, it's something you mm-hmm. would put out for, like, a single for an album. It's a banger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's a banger. Don't Thank get me you. wrong. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a straight-up fucking banger. <laughs> I literally had a buddy text me because I told him to check it out. And he it's actually Kenny who's writing the review. Okay. And so he went back and he goes... What I would say about this, which, a little spoiler alert, um, he said, because it's going to be in the review, he Mm -hmm. said, like, if I was at a party and this song came in rotation, he would never guess that it was someone's first EP that, like, just some guys from Chicago. He would have thought, like, oh, it's got to be, like, some, you know, underground rapper that, you know, I just haven't heard the name of. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a crazy compliment. Because I was like, holy shit. Wow. Cause like I'm a little I'm like a guy like if I hear a new song and I'll be like yo what's this shit or else is Shazam or you know S Siri yeah. or whatever, but um, I want to get back to free my mind just for a second is because the shit you said on that and your vocals oh, on that man. were insane to me they they blew me away but honestly you stole the show with the beat on that Thank because you. it was almost perfect Thank it you, was yeah. genuinely insane I I noticed a lot of the hit, the one of the, the coolest parts I liked about that song is I've listened I've listened to the EP oh, close to 50 60 times now. Wow. I just wow. got I've been putting on repeat for days now. I like when you have a subtle little off-tune instrument mm-hmm. that goes with his inflection on a word. I think that yeah. shit's dope. 
because I can tell that you guys are doing a more in-depth dive of a song and I pick up on that stuff and maybe it didn't take me the first, second, third, fourth time. But after 10, 15 times I listened to it and I'd be like, whoa, 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 that's a key change with a note. And I was like, there's no way that was on accident. I'm guessing that wasn't on accident. No. <laughs> Actually, well, okay. so It so might happen because you guys have like chemistry because you guys are buddies. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like you guys have that unspoken chemistry. But like I'm telling you, I, I go back to Frank Ocean on this part. I don't know if you guys, I know you like Frank. Yeah, but when Frank. I think what everyone should strive for, and it's like what I said, I think in, in a while is your single. However, I think Free Your Mind is your best song right now. And I think I go back to the Ken, or, uh, Frank Ocean line where he goes, the best song wasn't the single. Mm-hmm. Where you got to get, you put out your banger to like hook them in. Yeah. But then you have like a Free Your Mind or like a Pyramids on like a Frank Ocean album where you're yeah. like, I'm going to chill for a little bit. I'm going to stay. I'm going to listen to this shit. And, you know, it's like you keep them coming back. Because we were talking about that the first podcast. Is like, how do you actually get someone to come back? And we were talking about like Little Nas X with like Country, or I'm sorry. Um, Old Town Road and Panini. Old Town Road. And it's like, dude, your single is your best song, so who gives a shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you know? that's true. I, I a lot totally of people nowadays are just going to buy that song and fuck the album. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not going to buy the whole album. But I, I I, don't know if you guys did that on purpose, but I felt like, because your number one is in a while, and I yeah. do think that is an absolute banger. I think it slaps. But like that. I told you, I like a little bit more yeah. like substance rap, and I think yeah. in a while I had it, but that free my mind. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, I uh such well done. I uh it was one of those things for me where he showed me the beat and it like brought me to a place where I wrote that song in maybe two hours. Yeah, I mean it fit really well. I mean, I think it evokes a certain kind of emotion and it brought it out of Jeremy right away. Yeah. And that's the style where we have a lot more we have like kind of half upbeat songs and half maybe more down pace a little bit mm-hmm. and the down pace songs especially one when jeremy just knows instantly that that's something that he's gonna vibe to uh like that song he's really quick to write it because yeah you to me on that song showed your work for what you were talking about on the podcast a lot of people can talk the talk but they don't walk the walk when you were saying that you take actual instances in your life and you try to bring them to your music Everyone says that. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Everyone says that because you kind of have to. Yeah. But I can tell on that song, and in a while as well, I can actually tell. But no, no. I, I just can't stop listening to Free My Mind. <laughs> and it's like, I'm telling you, you backed it up on that song. And that's like the one song that I'm like waiting. Like, I'll let someone listen to it. And I'll be like, what was your favorite song? And I'm like keeping tallies right now of like who says Free My Mind. Like a lot of people say in a while. And I think in a while is a banger. I, I, yeah. I've said that over and over, but free my mind's got that fucking just shit. Yeah, if you uh, if you listen to the hook, I guess you could say, which is the chorus, mm-hmm. you know, blowing smoke. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a line in the end there where it's like, how do you cope with you know what's going on in your life? And um, I've you know we've all gone through our struggles in life, and it's made us better people because of it. And I think this song just really embraces the fact that, you know, we do have those struggles in life and we can, you know, move forward with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, I listen to it back and sometimes I'm like, wow, I don't even, I don't even know where that came from. Um, but dude, you surprise yourself. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> I mean, when you really feel something and it invokes your emotions, it just makes everything just come together so nicely. So, so what I want to say real quick is you you said that like you you didn't want to feel like everything was 
you know, necessarily like the most polished finished product before getting out there because you want to get stuff out there. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, from all my listens and all the people that I've sent it to and all the people that I've talked to about it, I don't get that vibe in the slightest. I don't get the vibe that you guys didn't do anything. One of the things that I'm most impressed, and I know that you guys were actually talking to me, how you guys actually send it off to someone to master it, and I know how much time you guys actually take into going into your song, because I'm not saying like how quick you write it, how quick you make the instrumental beat, but like I can tell that you guys go back and you get your shit done. Yeah. I want you to know that vibe is not out there in the slightest. That, I think, it, I think it's so well put together. Um, so what is the actual order of tracks? Because on mine, because on my Ample Music, it only gives me by most played. And mm. I was wondering what was the actual track order. In a while is first. Mm-hmm. Free my mind second. Um, oh, God, you came with heat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. In a while is, is first. Fade away. Fade, Fade away. away is third. I almost forgot the name of our song. <laughs> Fade away is a banger. Fade away and then, and then acting up. Acting up is fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think he's really gonna like unwind. By the way. Oh, Joe, I'm telling you right now, if you like Fade, if you like uh, Free My Mind, there's a song on our next EP, it's Autopilot Two, called Unwind, and that hits the emotional. Free my, free my mind is about to be your hit where you know your real fans yeah i'm telling I you that's that. what that song is going to be that song is going to be like when you guys blow up and you're doing like shows and shit like think of like when you see like a kid cutty and stuff you're like you know what i want to hear i want to hear some shit from like man on the moon one you're like i don't want to hear like uh, like um mr solo dolo like fuck i want to hear like uh like soundtrack to my life. Like yeah. you want to hear like that shit. Mm-hmm. And free my mind's about to be that song. That song is insane. I'm wow. telling you, I, I know that's by far my favorite song in the the EP. It's insane. I, I appreciate that. I yeah. love that you say that because that is one of that's probably my favorite I song. I mean, that was a song that we listened to over and over in our apartment. I mean, I still love it in a while, but honestly, yeah. like free my mind is something that I think will I'll listen to maybe longer term in my life. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, free my mind is ages. That's like that's like shit that yeah. you're gonna listen to now. I'm gonna play that shit when I'm 40 and be like, that's a slapper. You, you might know, get that's, that. That's he, a slapper. He's gonna like unwind. I'm excited for you unwind. to see it. Well, yeah. we really try to expand on what we were doing in our first project, and I think you're gonna see like um, we have a couple really good. Uh, I think all around, honestly, we we really like our our EP a lot more on the second one. So we think that it's gonna even strike a bigger chord with our fans mm-hmm. and hopefully grow our following a little bit more. But Do shout we? out, shout out to Devin. You know. Oh, shout out to Devin, uh, our master behind the scenes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that is that the guy that did uh, autopilot, or is he yeah. new for the new one? Oh, autopilot. Yeah. Currently, mm-hmm. autopilot two is in his hands. It's He's in his uh, hands. mastering yep. it right now, and um, soon will be out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Do we uh, do we give them a little little preview here, or uh, or uh, do we do we mean? surprise them? <laughs> you could how about this just show me after okay okay um sorry everybody you have to so wait i want to ask you what so he said his favorite song is probably free my mind what, what is yours off it um it's definitely between the two that you were talking about those are clearly the, the standouts in my opinion um but if i'm going to be like completely honest i would probably say free my mind but he's mm-hmm. in a while such a close second it's very mm-hmm. close yeah dude that, that free my mind just hits differently it, it, it's just insane mm-hmm. i like uh I like to think I'm very honest in like when it comes to music because I don't think I'm hurting anyone's feelings, but like that that song's a banger. I mean that wow. that, that, that song's a straight up banger. Like I'm telling you, in a while's your single, "Free My Mind's your best song. Currently, I love that. Currently, 
love it. Because I don't know what you guys got coming. You guys, can, you guys could shake Ooh. me. We got a lot of stuff in the works. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, yeah. one thing we try to do is just have a constant output of material. Like we said, we don't want a, like a super high polished mix because we want to be putting out as much content as possible right now to drive our following. That blows my mind because it's so well done. And I and I maybe I, it's because of the standard of my roommate. Like he's <laughs> the one who pushed me to be such a perfectionist with it, but I'm much quicker about getting it out. So I think it's to the point where. I think I kind of simplify things so that way it does sound like really well mixed. See, the thing though is there's there's a lot of people on like SoundCloud right now that are popping off that sound like they're still rapping into computers. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're still rapping into a MacBook. Yeah. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but there's like a certain thing that's like when you hear it. it that's why I'm saying like that Kenny compliment when he said that your song could be played on a mix and he wouldn't even have like had a second thought that it's just two guys. Cause you guys record in your house, right? Yeah. 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 And so it's like the fact that like he thought that was like a studio actually productive thing. Like I was like, dude, I got to tell him that yeah, like, no, I won't huge. give, I won't give his wow. whole review away. Cause I would like him to finish it. But it's like, yeah. I was like, I got to tell him at least that because to me, that was like a huge compliment. It's a huge compliment. Cause like, I just amazing. been listening to it nonstop. And so it's yeah. like, I'm like, <laughs> If it comes up on a thing, like I'll just be like, I knew this one first. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, so, what is your, what is something about autopilot that you guys are most proud of for at least your first EP? Oh wow! Um, by the way, all these questions are off the top of my head. I love way. that. It's pretty I impressive. You want to go first? Um, I'd say the most impressive part of it for me is just how easily it came together because. Like you mentioned, for our first four songs that we've ever released anywhere, I've, I'll tell you this, when I listened to my voice at first on these tracks, it was kind of weird to get used to. You know, when I'm recording and even like listening to myself talk right now. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how I feel right yeah, now too. Yeah. Um, easy was, golden voice. Yeah, yeah, easy there, jazz host. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the smooth jazz hour with Daniel <laughs> over here. But just to hear people and and the positive feedback that I got from a lot of people um, and my peers and everything like that. And it did take me a while to get used to listening to myself in headphones, but it was just so easy when it all came together in the end. And I think that's what I'm most proud of is just how, how well we work together. I'm I'm most proud of the fact that we just did it together. I think, um, you know, growing up, it was something that could have been a real dream of ours, but we never thought it'd be possible because we didn't have a musical background. So, the fact that you know he learned and had the skills to be able to do this i taught myself everything when it comes to production as well as my roommate teaching me a ton about it i mean like really uh, it's self-made mm-hmm. and it's with uh you know my childhood best friend so that's the thing i'm most proud of i'm nice. really proud of how far we've both come to because in the beginning like he mentioned i remember this we we were just sitting in his mom's house this was what this was years ago. I think this was like a couple of years ago, maybe a year ago or so. And this is when we even had the, even the slightest idea of making music together. It wasn't even a question before, to be honest with you, I didn't really know that I could write lyrics and I didn't know I had that ability. So I remember there was, there was a night where we were just kind of chilling and, um, he just, we were just like, Hey, should we just make, make some beats and, you know, see what goes on with that. And that's, where it first started but we didn't really get serious it wasn't serious it wasn't serious at that point and then you know as the months progressed 
we kind of took it, we took it a little bit more seriously. And then we hit a point where we're like, okay, no, we can actually do something with this. Yeah. I mean, well, actually what we first used to do is I was teaching myself how to play the piano uh, Mm. to really be a part (laughs) of my production uh, duo with my roommate. And Jeremy actually knew how to play the guitar and we would play covers together actually, mm-hmm. which yeah, is kind of funny. Fun. I remember you talked about last episode, like how that's how people start. And we were making covers in, in the genre we make, we were just singing and making covers together, piano and guitar. And eventually it came to the point where I was really a minor, minor position in the project that I had. And I really wanted to do or take full control of the production side. I had Jeremy is a hundred percent. Like we, we divide up the work half and half and he take owns his spot and I own my own. But that was like the, where the inception of the idea kind of came from is because yeah. we both kind of wanted to have control and do our own thing and have creative freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave, I gave my Volker review. Um, I gave my devil's advocate um, going out of the beats. Um, I thought the beats were extremely well done. The only thing I would say, and once again, this is just criticism. This is not shitting on anyone. Happy to this is criticism. just being honest. Um, there was a, a couple of moments where I, I thought you relied a little bit too much on one instrument. That that's fair. I I completely agree. Like and once again, a, I'm not I'm not shitting on you guys. No, I no we love lo- to hear I, this kind of stuff. I loved we it. Do. It's just this is me. So when I listen to an album, I always my first thing is what's wrong, and never what's good because what's good is so apparent, mm-hmm. and then you hope that the bad has got to be what you're where you got to hear it for like the fourth or fifth time and that's like what i noticed about this album which is why i'm so shocked that it's your first shit and how if i didn't know you guys you guys saying that you pushed this out in six months is sounds like a lie and i know that you guys are very honest people so i know you're not lying to me and you're not bullshitting but like that seems crazy to me i mean honestly sometimes we do rely on being kind of simple and I think that you'll see in our second project and even our third project, which is lined up and fourth, which is almost done getting ready. We are completely like just trying to expand upon and grow and make our stuff even more detailed and more crisp. But in the beginning, we did rely heavily on one instrument, keeping things simple so we could get things done and push yeah. it out. But like I said with you is I believe you're ahead of the game in your lyrics and I believe in your flow and everything like that. I think you're ahead of the game of where you're at. And I think that's a very good point because I like that unlike um i i know i sound like an absolute hater but chance like after 10 day and acid (laughs) rap you thought you thought like whoa where's the ceiling you know like the ceiling's got to be a little close because this is almost perfect and i thought you guys were so good with the first four songs but i can actually see that you guys can actually i think you guys did really smart with only four songs yeah Mm -hmm. because I finished it and I said, I'd like to hear more, but that's a good thing. Yeah, right. You want them coming back. So like I said with you, I think your growth and with time and what you guys are doing makes me even more excited to hear what you guys coming next. With you and your beats, just as shocked as I was with his lyrics is because like, it's like hard to explain. It's like, I know you. Yeah. So it's like, I've talked to you. It's like, I met you at a family dinner. So it's like when he was like, oh, I'm like, you know, and then when you guys were saying like he rapped mostly on autopilot and like I was starting to listen to it, I was like, you got to get the image of the person out of your mind, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I and get so that. it's like when I started hearing it and he started backing up what he was saying on the podcast and I was like, okay, this guy actually means business because I'm telling you, it's, it's easy to talk. It's easy to say what you want to do. You with the beats, I see the same thing where I think your world's ahead of the game. 
Thank you. And I think that's really good. And it's like these these up and coming rappers that blow up after one song. You can tell that there's like nothing. There's like nothing to it. I told mm-hmm. you this. It's like the Old Town Road. It's like what four bars? What's the beat? Maybe six chords. Yeah. Total. Where are you going? You're going nowhere because you you can't actually do it. And what I could say is with both of you guys, I was super impressed with you on the beats. I was super impressed with you on the lyrics. But you guys have so much room where your ceiling is so fucking high. It's like, a, dude, this is going to sound ridiculous. You guys uh, know the streamer Dr. Disrespect? Yeah, no, for sure. I know who you're talking do you about. Actually, I, don't, does he, I, don't, I don't think I do. He, he has a slogan that he always says. He goes, we're at the tippity top of the mountain, but we're really only halfway there. And I feel like that's a good way to describe wow. autopilot. Wow. Let's it's go. like you you guys you guys did a really good job, but I can tell that there's more in there. And so what I want to ask now is let's go if we're not gonna get too much into it, because I don't want you guys to say no. anything that you guys don't want, but I would like to talk about autopilot too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Love to. W- what what is different about this EP? I assume it's still an EP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a mixtape or four songs. Yeah. Um so what what did you guys go with the approach of coming out with this one? So, um, we actually started making autopilot two before autopilot one was released and we tried to get through that really quickly. Um, I think honestly, if there's one thing that I have to point out, it's, it's just an expansion and more exploration of our styles. Yeah. Um, I think that it enhances the original style that we kind of put on in a while and free my mind, but in a much more, I think it's a much more diverse EP while still sounding like it's cohesive mm-hmm. that's a great way to put it yeah because we we love the funky dance vibe um but we also kind of on one of the songs it's it's kind of different but it's it also a little dark. it's a little i, I wouldn't say dark Maybe not dark but it's it's, it's a, just definitely different a, would it be described as a slow banger because it, yeah, in a way it's it's <laughs> our version exist. of a of a of a glowed up for us but yeah. not not in a way where it's oh. trying too hard Sorry about that. It's not really trying too hard, though. You, you'll see when it comes out. It's called uh, Wasteland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty mellow. At the Is same it? Time. Uh, can you guys at least give us the track titles? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah of course, yeah, of course. So, Jeremy, you take them through. Do I need to pull up the list? <laughs> um, so we have Wasteland. That's unrelated. First, we don't. Oh, if we want to go in order, order, order um, unrelated is first. That's gonna give you. Do you want like an idea of what that feel is like on each one too? Or I mean, I would, but it's it's up to whatever you guys want to give out. Cause I, I don't want you guys to like feel like I'm forcing all this info out of you. But I would no, like to hear no, as honestly, much as you guys give me. On all of our projects, we we try to have a goal of having actually. This is something we actually do talk about: is having half the songs be uh, more of an upbeat vibe, and having some more of like funk and house influence. And half of it being a little bit more R&B and hip hop focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple songs on there that unrelated and uh, racing that I think are racing, very, racing, racing, very mm-hmm. smooth vibe, very upbeat, but very different. danceable, very, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we have another couple songs, Wasteland and Unwind. Unrelated. No, Unwind for the song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And that song, Jeremy, I want him to talk about it because it's his favorite. Oh, Joe, I was like I was saying before, you love free my mind. You, this may be your number one after. That's that's my opinion. This song to me is. I I can't even explain to you how, just 
it just came together so organically, like free my mind did. But what Daniel did to this particular beat just makes it just that much better. And, and we have a featured vocalist on that one. We actually. do have a featured vocalist oh, nice. on that one. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited about it. So if we go through, so Unrelated is, it's going to be another dancey, chill, not as chill as It's racing. definitely funk influenced. We, um, one of my biggest influence, I don't know if you know who it is, but his name's Young Franco. Maybe Why do the maybe. name sound so familiar? He's got a couple really good songs. You should check him out. Very like low slung house like hip hop funk mm-hmm. r&b kind of sound very unique but like he's a big influence and also like um part of it came from uh have you ever heard of splice mm-hmm. we we use splice a lot actually and one of them is uh is actually a robotaki sample from there and it's really big influence on the percussion but it has a very unique vibe to it mm-hmm. so re- real quick before we keep going on this i i wanted to say this um so I thought the first EP was, I thought it was great. I thought it was overall, I thought it was extremely, it it, it blew my mind with how good it actually was. Because there's so many people coming out with shit. There's so many people that like during this music month, I've reached out to a lot of people and a lot of people like have hit up me and they're like, oh, you got to check out this song. And I check them out and they're just like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and then, um, but I think the difference between you guys and a lot of the people that I've talked to and a lot of people that I see is you guys are willing to put in the work. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most important thing because let's be honest, music is a craft Mm -hmm. and you got to hone that craft. It's like any other thing you want to do. If you want to get good at it, you got to actually put in the time. Everyone wants to be famous. Everyone wants to be like a rock star or something like that, but no one wants to put in the work. And I can actually see and tell from you guys because like when you guys describe your songs and actually go into detail and you know all these like little things that the average listener wouldn't know, that sounds good to me. Yeah. I don't like when it's simple. It shouldn't be simple because simple means easy. Yeah. And it shouldn't be easy because this is something you love. This is something you're passionate about. And so I personally respect, and your music's good, but I personally respect that you guys are actually putting in the time and putting in the effort and putting in the work. Like, there's so many people out there that y- y- would have recorded these songs and never got mastered. Let's yeah. be honest, dude. No one would have got these mastered. Mm-hmm. The fact that you guys actually took the extra step means so much. And that shit's going to show the more music you put out because you're going to start actually because let's be honest you guys are new so you're with all the new Mm -hmm. and the whole thing is like you're in a nucleus over here so it's like how do we branch off you know that's the biggest thing and you guys are already pulling apart and i can already tell with how like your work ethic and all the stuff you guys talk about autopilot too and how you guys are even thinking about your third you guys are going to just start pulling apart, pulling apart, pulling apart until it's like a fucking bell curve where you're a goddamn outlier. And and that's, <laughs> like the, that's the goal. And that's what I like. It's because I wouldn't have had you guys back on if I didn't actually respect you guys because I do respect you guys with the music making and I respect all music makers. But there's, there's a lot of people that don't put in the work. And yeah. so I just wanted to say from someone doing its own thing and trying to do his own thing and trying to make his own thing, the hardest part is putting in the work. I know what it goes into. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done, this is my fourth podcast this week. I've done over eight hours of podcasts and it's like, sometimes you don't want to do it. I, I mean, I love yeah. podcasting, so I'm not a good thing, but it's like, I'm sure sometimes you guys have a rough day and you get home and you're like, oh man, I don't really feel like recording tonight, but you're like, ah, let's do that shit. Come on, yeah. let's do it. And it's like, it's also <laughs> fun, but it's like, I just want you to say, I can tell just from four songs that you guys are actually putting in the work and actually going for it and actually really 
doing you're checking all the boxes and i want to say that that shit doesn't go unnoticed i appreciate appreciate that that. yeah definitely trying to branch out in our own way i think um there's not too many rappers who rap the way that jeremy does and i don't think they rap over the kind of beats that i make generally too so we're really trying to branch out and be different well you guys have that you guys have i wouldn't even call it a new sound i would say it's more of your own sound because people have tried to do what you guys were doing and i I feel like i keep going back to this but it's like uh, me and my roommate we have this like unspoken chemistry we've known each other for so long where it's like you don't necessarily have to talk through everything. You just kind of feel it. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what no. the other person's thinking sometimes. We know 100%. Yeah, know. You, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? That little like telepathy thing where it's like, yeah, I get it. Mm. And I could see that shit with you guys. And I think <laughs> that's one of the things that is going to get you a leg up on other people. It's just like what you said. It's like, dude, you could play a couple chords and this guy's over here like, yep. you know, he's, he's got that typewriter. He's there. Are you you already hear like that ching. He's like, yeah. I already yeah. on page two. So. I just I just wanted to say that I didn't mean to cut you guys off about talking about autopilot too, but I just I wanted to say that shit's not going unnoticed. Well, no, we appreciate that. Yeah, we don't want to be, we want to be different. We don't want to be like everybody else. Um, we do get a lot of our influence from people that we look up to, but at the end of the day, this is our own sound. We're trying to to branch out from the rest. I think of all of our influences though are very original people. Absolutely, they're not people who um, maybe just spin in or fit into a specific genre or try to fit in with the crowd that every one of my and jeremy's influences have their own unique sound and mm-hmm. yeah. really their own different approach so what about this new project excites you the most like what do you what do you want to like are you excited to like show something like a new sound oh man are you are you, are you very excited for like a, a verse that's about to come out or a hook are you excited for <laughs> a you know a particular beat section that you're excited about go ahead um i'm excited about a few things first of all i'm excited with the fact that we already have something out there so we get to release something now and build upon what we've already created. That's just really an exciting itself. But in terms of what we have, I'm really excited about that fe- the feature vocalist to be performing on Unwind. I know Jeremy's super pumped about that because we didn't have that on any of our songs in the first mm-hmm. EP. There are a couple drops that we have, not necessarily drops, similar to how In A While goes, how there's a part where it's just mm-hmm. a beat and an instrumental really excited about the way that we have a more of a unique sound on this that I think is really going to resonate with a lot of our fans and new people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited about the feedback that we're going to get and showing that we have so many different ways that we can go with our music, but also we're not going to be going into a, a, a rabbit hole where we're, Oh wait, what is East Main? You know, mm-hmm. it's the same. It, we're the same people. We have the same style, but we're also going to show a different side of us, too. And I'm really excited for everybody to see that. Yo, low-key, uh, low Instagram's fire. The I don't know who you got taking those photos. I saw, like, the... Uh, oh. the you guys did give them credit, but I, I obviously oh, yeah. don't know who it is. Um, super dope shit. It's my um, roommate from college. Shout out, Oliver. You take dope pictures. Thank um, you, Oliver. No, dude, there was um, specifically... And it's not just because we were shouted out in there, but the one that you actually posted about the first Beer League episode, mm-hmm. it was like perfect. It was like a really, I don't know if you guys actually had like any thought in it, but it was like a really cool thing. It's like, I loved your caption. I love everything like <laughs> that. You like that it, caption? Yeah. I do. It was funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and well, it's also like, it is true. It's like, yeah. well, I did ask you guys that. So <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. It's like the, the photos I like, I like those a lot. I like the one, um, I took a little deep dive. Don't worry. 
But um, I like the one where it was just like you guys strolling through like a, you guys were on a path and it was just like summer vibes, something like that. But it was just like, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's like I go back to like how I can tell you guys are friends. And it's just like, you can see that shit. And then like whoever's taking those photos, Oliver, you said. Yeah, every single one of them, except for the latest one where we were uh, for the picture for your mm-hmm. podcast. Um, he doing a great job. Yeah. Shout so, out. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. lose that guy. That guy's pretty dope. He, he's my uh, so. he's my roommate in college, actually. Oh, okay. He used to be the photographer for our college's uh, newspaper. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well done, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver, you're good shit. Yeah. Um, we'll keep him around. Yeah. So um, what is your favorite? What are you like? What song are you most excited for people to hear? Off the new one. This is actually a good question. I'm, I'm for me, for actually, I think it's going to be... I'm a little be... hurt by the actually a good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Were you surprised by that? <laughs> well, I don't really know what your favorite song is on this next one. Um, you know, I, I know what his favorite song is. I know what his is, he's most excited about. But for me, I would say it's probably unrelated. Mm. It really goes into a kind of style that I really want to continue building on and emulate more. Like the some of the people who I really like producing wise that maybe... Like Young Franco, like Cabu. Uh, um, there's a couple other people that really kind of have this breakbeat kind of style. And um, it's kind of on more of a smooth chords and kind mm-hmm. of a relaxed feel, but still upbeat. And I, I really want to build upon that. I hope people like it. Yeah. Well, we already know what my favorite one is. Unwrapped. Unwind. Unwind, sorry. Yeah. I. Um, this was another one of those songs for, for me personally that just clicked. And I love your lyrics on that song. He's If you thought his lyrics were good on Free My Mind, you'll love <laughs> these lyrics. Yeah, I'm really excited for you specifically, Joe, to hear it because I, I'm i ready for that feedback from you. Um, and it, I'm just excited because it's another one of those songs that I kind of I hit you in the emotions, you know? And mm-hmm. I want people to feel what I'm feeling in that moment. And I really think that it's going to hit a lot of people, you know, right here. So... That's what I'm most excited about. He's pointing to his heart. I'm pointing yeah. to my heart, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I have a couple of questions before we go into timeout. Um, my first one is, if you could collab with anyone, who would it be? Oh, man. World is your oyster. Oh, man. I'm trying to think, do we want to collab with a producer or, or So I think, I think it would be both. So it's like if you... Because oh, okay. I, I, you guys are... You guys are two separate parts of one whole. So yeah, it's right. like, who would you want to do as producer? That's but fair. also, who would you want rapping on your beat? Ooh. Who would you want producing? That's a hard question for me. There's so much. <laughs> You're rubbing your hands, you know? Uh, for me, it would be between one or two people for producers. I would want to be with either Kate Trinata. I know that we've talked about him, yeah. but I fucking love Kate Trinata. Shit's dope. And yeah. the second would be uh, this duo from Australia named Cosmos Midnight. Mm. They have really good shit, and uh, I think that they also would be really cool to collab with. For me, um, I would love to collab with Goldlink. I think that'd be so cool. Whoa. Yeah, did not see that coming. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be sick. Um, and also Anderson Pac. I really that'd like Anderson really Pac. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be that'd be a really cool like the song "Dang" like we were talking about and the Mac Miller influence. That is one of my favorite songs. With and I look up to them both so much, and I think that'd be really cool to have. You know, someone who's saying a hook like that, oh, you know, yeah. one, of, yeah. one of our songs would be sick. Have you uh, have you seen him live? 
yet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anderson. He's incredible. When he's talented. doing the freestyles while drumming. That's insane. So, so the first time I saw him, it, it was hilarious. So we saw him at Pitchfork. Uh, me and Kenny used to go every year. Last year we couldn't go because of Greece. Or he went to Greece. And um, I forgot what year it was. And we always run into Hannibal Burris there. And so <laughs> I kid you not, for three straight years we ran into Her- Hannibal <laughs> Burris. So it's our, it was our fourth year. And Anderson Pac was there. And I didn't know who he was. And so we were, this is before I even lived in the city. So I was staying at my brother's place and glowed up was being played. Like his roommate played it all the time and his roommates in a band. And finally I was like, Hey, what's like, what's this song? He's like, Oh, it's uh, glowed up by Catronata and um, Anderson Pack. And I was like, Oh, that's crazy. And he's like, aren't you going to pitchfork? And I was like, yeah. He's like, Oh, he's headlining tonight. I swear to God, it was that Saturday. I was like, Oh really? And so me and Kenny, it was like, you know, it was right before he had, we like, it was right before he was about to start. We're like, oh yeah, this is this is like the guy. We got to go like check him out. And so we we just like walk over there and we're standing there, and he like starts playing the drums and rapping. And I was like, Good evening, Senor. <laughs> How are you doing? And then we look to our right, and who the fuck's there? Hannibal Burris. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, he is so talented. It I, takes another you, part of your brain to be I, able to do drumming and singing at the same time. I'm I, like, I don't understand if, it. if he ever hears this and I'm like bowing to him because of how talented he is. And when we saw him live, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. And you watch his tiny desk concerts and he, it's it's just like so easy to him. And I'm like, how do you do that? Who was the tiny desk concert that you were saying I have to check out? Uh, was it Tom, Tom Mish? Tom Mish. Tom okay. Mish, yeah. Because yeah. I, I like, dude, I went on YouTube after you guys left, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you should check him out. I'm telling yeah. you, Anderson Pac is actually a fun thing. That was the first concert me and Kayla saw together. Oh wow, oh, wow. that's yeah. a great one to see. Yeah. yeah, he can rap and sing. He and opened up for Flume. Wow, was shit, that's wow. awesome. It was unique. Um, okay, my next question is: Have you guys ever thought about doing like, dude? Quarantine's a hot topic these days, so we gotta <laughs> talk about it. Have you guys ever thought about doing live performances and then like posting them? So like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with a rapper called Hobo Johnson. Mm-mm. Yeah, I know who Hobo Johnson. Hobo Johnson and the Lovemakers. Yeah. So what he did yeah. is how he spread his music is he started doing live concerts in his backyard and he would record them and then he would just post them up on YouTube. Hmm. And I thought that was a very cool thing. And I don't know if you guys have ever thought about doing like anything like that, but I was just wondering. It's we've we've given actually, some thoughts. I think um, we really want to have enough material out there so we can do a show yeah. where it's all of our own stuff that people know. Because we don't want to... We, we do have almost like our version of remixes of other songs that we can perform live but would never release. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we want to wait till that point. But I mean, obviously what's going on is definitely interrupted the flow for a lot of musicians. This world is a wasteland. Yes, Jeremy? This world is a wasteland. That's right. <laughs> well, they said that the festival industry is about to lose a billion dollars this year. Wow. So I was thinking there's like uh, definitely spots to capitalize on that. And I was thinking like Hobo Johnson when he was doing that shit. And I was thinking like I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing that shit. Yeah, no, that's actually a good point. Um, we've definitely thought about that kind of stuff. But like Daniel said, we want to have enough material out so we can. No, I, I, I totally get stuff. that. I just um, obviously, you know, my take on live music. I just love mm-hmm. watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I would be interested in seeing that. So it's like a little yep. hint, hint, nudge, nudge, <laughs> put that shit out. We want to. We want to be able to perfect what our live show would be because yeah. we both love live in- instrumentation. So we want to be able to incorporate, you know, me being able to play the piano to be able to have drum pads 
mm-hmm. on top of his own vocal performance. So that yeah. way it's mm-hmm. much more of an interesting show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, it's still fairly new to us. So when it comes to the live performances, we want to make sure that um, we're comfortable doing that before we get to that point, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my last thing before timeout is, I don't know if you guys have seen this is kind of a timeout thing, but it works because it's music. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen what's going on with Billie Eilish? No. All this stuff after she turned 18? Oh, no, no, what happened? So it's kind of weird. So her whole thing is like before she was 18, she like didn't want to be known for her body. She didn't want to be known for like her curves or whatever. So she always wore these like really baggy clothing. Yeah. And so I guess at her recent shows, what she's been doing is on the screen, it's her in her like normal attire and then she's taking it off, and at the very end, she's in like a bikini. <laughs> and so she's what? showing it because she she, <laughs> she she always said like when she turns eighteen, she wants to like start showing her body off, but she like felt weird underneath, you know, like being underage. Um, my whole thing is, it's getting a little strange when I'm hearing like other podcasts talk about it, and like really old dudes, like everyone's like, oh, dude, she's got like big boobs. You gotta let those. Oh yeah, gotta she let does. those breathe. And it's like, dude, she's only eighteen. Yeah, I mean, Jeez. she's so much younger, but I am surprised to see her now changing her approach. So what I was I was seeing is a lot of people, which I wanted to give your guys take is a lot of people said it was like, oh, maybe ticket sales are declining or maybe she doesn't have like a new project in the work. And so she's doing this as a ploy. I don't think that's it at all. I think that this has been a topic of conversation for so long where she's just like, fuck it. Oh, I'm of age now. Play. I'm just gonna do it. She's she's got enough money right now. Yeah, she's she won what she five so Grammys? Rich. Yeah, she's super talented. Yeah, she can obviously. do whatever she wants. I yeah. bet you she's just like I want to fuck with everybody and see what they think. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I don't think she just all of a sudden like two weeks ago was like you know what I think I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take this approach. Yeah, it's definitely I, something that I, she's I don't, thought about. I don't think it's a ploy. I don't think anything. I think it's something that she's been thinking about. She's been talking about it, that she's going to dress differently when she's 18 i think it's a way of just easing people into maybe her new thing because a lot of people have seen her when she's young and so maybe you can't just do a drastic change you just can't come out wearing only baggy stuff to like being like a sex symbol or something yeah. like that there's mm-hmm. going to be shock you know what i mean that, like you yeah. can't do that so i i think this is just her way of like dipping the toes in the water yeah that's fair yeah i think that's if you're gonna do it that's an appropriate way to do it, I guess, if you want to yeah, say. I mean, I respect her for, <laughs> for not having that approach until... the I watched the video because TMZ posted it, and it's literally, like, the video of, like, when she's taking her clothes off to, like, get to the, like, bathing suit. Um, I just would take, like, uh, one one-hundredth of the reaction she got. The crowd went nuts you would think like you just saw like the cubs win the world series for the first time in 108 uh-huh. years or something because everyone lost their shit like they were cheering so loud people were, i saw it. they were like panda the people people were crying tears oh of joy goodness. i was like dude Jeez. if i could do this with like anything like if i can get like one person to act like this ever in my life like i could die the next day like, <laughs> she had like a sold out crowd of like thirty thousand people and people were like crying i was like really really <laughs> i was like what wow. i guess you know that some people get emotional about for seeing that for the first time dude you know? wouldn't that be insane to be that huge where you could just do any, you, oh my god you could insane. take your shirt it's not even like a nude she was like in a bathing suit I, it's like just taking your shirt off gets people crying 
if I'm on stage and I take my shirt off and people start to cry, I would think it's for the wrong reason. I, I think me and Jeremy <laughs> agree with this. I would never want to be that big. Like, I, I yeah, think that's too much. It's easy when someone's not knocking on the door with hundred million dollar checks, oh, though. Yeah. But if you well, couldn't even go to Walmart or Target and live your normal life, yeah. Well, it's crazy that she's so young, dude. I want to get a burrito and and yeah, not have someone to go to Chipotle. Yeah, yeah. given Chipotle. Um, let's get into timeout. So timeout is going to be brought to you by East Main. Go check them out. Autopilot, good shit. Check us out. Um, so the first thing and the only thing on timeout this week is moment of silence. The death of sports. It oh, is oh, the death of sports so as we do it. You. I don't know if you guys are big sports fans or anything, but oh. it is it is officially the death of sports. It is the sports apocalypse. It oh, is absolute dog shit. And what is your guys' take on that? Because I am I'm devastated. Oh, I'm super devastated. Well. Also, I, mean, I run a sports it, podcast, so yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just spring training right now, right? Or is it the full MLB season? No, that, that wasn't it, supposed to happen until the end of this month. It is suspended until further notice, which is not a good sign. But like the NBA is completely done. Yeah. Uh, March, March Madness? Madness is absolutely I'm, canceled. That's what I'm most March upset Madness? about is March Madness. I was so oh. pumped for that. Oh. Yeah, I was I was actually watching SportsCenter last night, and I could not believe they just kept naming sports that were canceled. And Sports then, Center is fucked. Sports, yeah, wow. It is the SVP. first time that the Big Four is actually canceled. It's, yeah, and I played college baseball, so the fact I played that, a little bit too, and yeah, we actually both did. But oh shit! Just hearing about the fact that the MLB season's been postponed, it just hurts. What uh, hurts what so much. what team do you root for? I love the Cubs. Uh, you can't say that. No, I can. I You're, can. He's a White Sox well, let me, fan. No, let me, that, that disgusts me. Yes. No, listen. Well, let me, no, 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 no. My, my big thing, real quick, before you about to say it, I'll let you speak. I know what you're going to say. I'm going to do the Kanye West. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> Beyonce had the best album of all time. But <laughs> I, I've always had this big thing where I don't like when Sox fans or like people are like, oh, I'm just a Chicago fan. I hate the Sox. I hate the White Sox with everything. When they were in the World Series, I remember this. I was a young kid. Every night when they were playing, I'd go upstairs to my bed, I'd get on my knees, and I'd pray for them to lose. I swear to you, I'd pray. I would I would hold, I've worn a crucifix my whole life, hold it in my hands, and I would literally pray for them to lose. And so I, I hate when Sox fans are like, oh, the Cubs aren't that bad. I'm like, yeah. fuck the can Sox. I, I hate them. Keep, now you can go. I'm sorry. Let, go me, ex- let me go explain ahead. myself sure. here before everybody starts to dislike me okay so the white Sox. i grew up watching the white Sox with my dad i remember where i was in 2005 when they won the world series okay now the cubs my grandfather he's 90 years old i watched cubs games with him growing up my entire life so you tell me what i'm supposed to do pick my, a side i can't back out on both of them you, They're, you're you both nodding your one. head. Yeah, you got to pick a side. But let me yeah. let me just say <laughs> that because baseball for me has been a huge part of my life, so it's I'm f- a baseball fan. I didn't know you. The, so I I actually played for 15 years. Yeah, I didn't. Wow. I didn't know that you guys played as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was privileged enough to to get a scholarship and play college baseball. Nice. And, so what um, position did you play? Uh, so I actually went to junior college my first two years. Played shortstop there, MCC. and then. My answer, right? Preach. And then uh, at my university, I played second base. Nice. Yeah. I So I was second base all of travel. And um, and then in house, I was always the hot corner. Um, love that. But I loved outfield the most. The only position that I didn't like playing, I was always a good first baseman, but I, I 
after people started outgrowing me, I couldn't really play the position. Um, I hated pitching. I was good at pitching, but I hated uh, it. I didn't like pitching too much either I, because I, I was I played, shifty. Uh, I, I was a pitcher and an outfielder, but I'm a lefty thrower. So yeah. Oh, so you're like gifted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, well, you, just you just gifted. have to. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you real quick to check your left hand privilege at the door because this is a <laughs> we live in a pie. world of I'm, righties. This is right hand. Yeah. Right here. The okay. world is built for righties, so trust me, that it's not true. an advantage. Um. Yeah. No. I, I I was good at it, but I never liked it. Mm-hmm. Like I loved playing the outfield. Um, but I was really good at third base. And so like, I, am actually on a softball team. Our name is Bree and the Jets. <laughs> and, um, I, I play third base for them still. And, uh, I don't know. I was, I always loved the outfield though. There was some about the outfield. It's fun. Yeah. It's I like the fun. outfield. Yeah. I was always a center fielder and that was my favorite position to play. I didn't like pitching growing up either. Cause it gave me anxiety. Like I had no control. Mm-hmm. And although I was decent at it, I, I was always, I was never sure of myself that I was going to throw a strike. But uh, growing up, you know, I think outfield was my favorite position. Too, yeah. But I didn't have much of a choice. Yeah. You know, I couldn't play shortstop. Yeah, you're big. And he's lefty. lefty. They're not yeah, going to throw a lefty shortstop. You're, like, yeah. you're not really an infielder. Because <laughs> well, so I assume you've always been big. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was a lanky kid growing yeah. up. Yeah. Well, it's like um, the hardest thing is like in-house is a lot of the hits that you would get – like, once you get to travel, that was, like, really when you would have to get the ball to the outfield to actually get a hit. Mm-hmm. And there were so many balls that would just go over people's head because, like, it didn't even matter if you got the first jump and the first step back. It's like you're just not tall enough. Yeah. It's like I'm only 5'9". And so it's, like, still to this day, it's, like, you having that much, it's, like, you don't even yeah. have to go as far back because you're, you're so tall. But um, let me ask you guys this. Excuse me. What is the first sport to play a game on the comeback? Hmm. And Jeremy's got to pick. Well, I mean, PGA is still going. <laughs> no, they just canceled. Oh, they did. I thought for the yeah, first they, they announced canceled. that they were going to still go. Players canceled, and the the Masters. Don't cry, Joe. <laughs> uh, the Masters is officially canceled, and that breaks my heart because you can ask Kayla down there. I literally dress up on every Sunday of the Masters to watch it. <laughs> and I love it. I respect I, I mean, that sports a lot. Is, sport, or golf is my favorite sport by far. Um, and I so, mean to so, check if so our so volleyball game is still going on. We're, we are we are making our way to the championship of a co-ed volleyball league. We, I don't mean to we brag. got to the championship and then we lost. I don't mean to brag, but we're undefeated. We are undefeated. Oh, wow. We yeah. were not undefeated. Yeah. I mean, if these games are canceled, I'm actually going to be pretty disappointed. Yeah. So, so what do you think? So, you think golf? I I think golf is is likely to be one of the first to come back because I think there's less exposure for people. You know, you're outside. If they they said they were gonna do no fans, yeah, and I they could do that also coming back. They could take that kind of approach. I think the biggest thing that changed that is Rudy. I don't even know how to pronounce that French last name, Gobert or whatever the hell his name is from the Jazz getting sick. That changed everything. Once an actual player got the mm-hmm. coronavirus, mm-hmm. that changed everything. Yeah. Because yeah. they Charles ran Barkley out was, and they, like, stopped the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For me, I Charles Barkley's self-quarantining. It's not even, like, that impressive. Like, he hasn't even got the results back. And he's like, it, it sounds like a guy that, like, needed a, or wanted a couple days off. And he's like, have you ever seen Zoolander? Oh, oh yeah. You know, oh, like, yeah. the, <laughs> I think yeah. I got the black lung pop. It's like, that's what Charles Barkley's doing. <laughs> Yeah, I I would agree with golf because of, you know, you're outside. There's 
you can kind of stand away from people. You're not subject to a seat. But we also remember when the in Camden Yards when they didn't have any fans at this at the stadium for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, I think maybe I'm just biased and I just really want baseball to be played at the regular time, but I think they could possibly start before every other season does. What what about the Olympics? So the Olympics are probably going to be canceled. So here's a weird thing. So if you are a country that gets the Olympics or a city, you have to, you have to do an Olympics in that year. So they have until the end of 2020 to do the Olympics. So it's okay. still on. They just have to postpone it most likely. And then does it work in the sense that if they can't get it in this year, is it another four years until the no, next one? I, no, I believe that there's like certain rules in place that you're allowed to do that. And I think it's, um, I think there's like some rules where you have to do that. They might, they might actually postpone it four years, but they feel like it's not fair to the mm. athletes so oh, yeah, they're still in talks like... about that because they're still actually trying to put it on okay but it's going to be canceled let's be honest oh, that so i feel so bad for the athletes I, i'm a little worried that the next sport we're going to see is football well the xfl got canceled so yeah. the xfl is unique so vince mcmahon didn't want to actually cancel it but then all the stadiums allegedly were like sure you don't cancel it that's fine no one's allowed to play in our stadium Hmm. Wow. So it was more like that, where it was like, okay, you don't want to cancel it? Fine. We're not letting anyone in, players, anything. We're not letting anyone in our stadium. So it's like, okay, what am I going to do? Yeah. That's sad. No controller. Yeah. Dude, it, it, it's it's like a crazy sad time. It's like, uh, you know, during the summer when you have like the sports hiatus, you're kind of like used to it where you're like, okay, you go through like the withdrawals. I'm, I'm scared. Like, all I read is sports. I love watching sports. I, I love watching sports. I like ESPN. I love everything sports related. And I, I'm telling you right now, if like golf courses this summer start like canceling like tee times and stuff, I don't know what to live for anymore. You know, like I'm I'm sad. You can I listen to East Main. I can do that while golfing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm in the same place. It'll be really disappointing. I mean. I, I could see maybe, you know, you have to think about sports where there's not physical contact. At least to think about what sports might come back sooner because... Dude, they canceled darts. Did they really? Darts. And and the PBA? They probably canceled the PBA, yeah. Is that pool? Did they cancel tennis? Bowling. Is it, or bowling? Oh, no, I heard tennis was canceled. Yeah. Because that was one sport where I was thinking a little bit maybe, you know, like you don't even touch anybody. But Well, the craziest thing is because it's airborne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you don't have to be touching anyone, which is crazy yeah i mean it's not the first disease to be like that but it's still insane this is a scary time yeah um let's get into our taboo tuesday so our taboo tuesday um i only got one for us okay okay all right and this is one that your cousin actually brought up to me and i think it's really good (laughs) does a breakfast sandwich need an egg yes Yes. no no it doesn't actually okay what you After, can't change whoa, whoa, whoa. that. No, uh, there, uh, there's a, such a thing as a well, lox sandwich. Whoa, 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 one second. Come on, man. You're going to take that back after a simultaneous yes? I, you sorry. took that Bold away from strategy. me. I took it at face value and I didn't think about it. Now that I've thought about it a little bit, I know that although I love breakfast sandwiches with eggs on it, you give me a, a bacon, egg, and cheese on, on an everything bagel, 
I'm, I'm done. So, so you what took you, that moment for what's me. What's your take? I'm saying that there's other sandwiches that aren't with egg. And those are like, okay, so for, in, for instance, I've had a lox sandwich, a lox bagel sandwich. That could be lunch. It could be lunch, but it a lot of times. True, true. They serve it at breakfast places. Let me majority. ask you a question, Daniel. What did you have for breakfast today? I had a ham and cheese on an English muffin that I made uh, myself. Okay. Well. Which I understand that is a sandwich with an egg on it, but it's not a necessity. <laughs> you know, I've definitely, it, my favorite big. Okay. My, okay. Wait, 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 wait. My favorite bagel place has sandwiches without, without eggs. So I'm going to say. But that could also be lunch. Like if you go to CBA, that's also lunch. That could be dinner. Mine thing is this. Name one other thing between locks. I think that you could also have uh, <laughs> I've had a, I've had a veggie, a veggie sandwich that was a morning one, and it was tomato, cucumber, cream cheese. Also lunch. That could be lunch. You're right. I I think an egg sandwich could be lunch too. I think I disagree with you. Yeah, no, I disagree. Oh, I think I God. think if it's a breakfast, it's got to have egg. So like, if you had a <laughs> breakfast burrito and there's no egg in it, oh, I'd be pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I'd you're, be you're right. I'm just saying I think it's in the realm of possibilities. We had a simultaneous yes, I and you I, took that. I'm sorry, from I'm me. a disappointment. Okay, you know, you know when I when I'm like on my deathbed, hopefully in like two to three weeks from now, I'll be like, I'll be like, you go find Daniel and slap him across the face for taking that three way yes for me, and then they'll be like, what did he do? And I'll be like, that bitch said no eggs, <laughs> and I can't live with that. Um. Yeah. Oh, let me actually do one more Taboo Tuesday that I brought up last night that I was supposed to bring up on our podcast, but I didn't. What do you think about farting at the urinal? <laughs> I, uh, definite yes. You got to let it out. When, when you feel it coming and you're like pushing, pushing your pee What, out, what you if know, someone's like, next to you? <laughs> if you can make it silent. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of ease just kinda it out. Duh. You know, duh. I'm a, I'm a strong no farting at the <laughs> urinal. If you gotta, if you know you're about to go toot toot, you take that shit to the stall. <laughs> it's like when I see someone at like the phone in the urinal, dude, take that oh, shit, sit down. No, yeah. I, I think it's gross when people are peeing and they're uh, taking out their phone with the other hand. Yeah. Oh, that's I think it's that's super strange, weird. man. People do it without even thinking about it. <sighs> Those people should be in jail. <laughs> Those people deserve the death. <laughs> see sentence. people at work do it. You know, like they'll just be like, uh, and I'm like, no, the worst. Let's talk about this for a second. We'll go into guy code here. There's three urinals in the bathroom. And why do you go in the middle stall? Well, or the okay. middle, the middle well, urinal. Well, we got to talk about this. Is okay. there already two in use? Yes. And, and yes. the stalls are in use? Yes. Oh, I'll do it if it's like a festival or something. If yeah, you got to piss, sure. you got to piss. Okay. What about this? Though? What, if they, what if not everything is occupied and you have an option? You don't go in that middle urinal. Oh. oh, you're saying like if it's just one person pissing and you just yeah, go right up next to yeah. him? Yeah. That bitch a demon. That's weird. <laughs> that ain't a real person. Dude. That's like an alien. Like, hello, human. Do you <laughs> do you know how to eat food? And you're like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? <laughs> you I should know. You I should know the on that one. Yeah, no, You should know. There should be, just like on the bus or on the train when there's two seats open and somebody sits next to you instead of going a space apart so it's funny that you mentioned this on the l i always hate this This is actually one of my pet peeves that we did a rank about it i hate when someone is sitting or or like so i I stand with my back against the door i hate when someone's like touching me but there's no one in front of them yeah 
Because it's like, dude, you don't have to be squished. What the yeah. fuck are you doing touching me? <laughs> I hate being touched. I, it's not a very popular opinion, but I hate it. I can't be, t- I can't be touched by random people. It disgusts me. I hate it. Well, I like, I, we all like our personal space. I like personal space when it comes to strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go into the rank of this week. So the rank of this week is I wanted people to get to know East Main more. Oh, man. And so I want to know what is your guys' favorite yeah. hobbies? You want to go first? No. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I think we might both have this one, maybe. Maybe. But I love to just take my longboard and just cruise around the city. Ooh, you yeah. got a you got an automatic one? Or you got a no? I I put the work in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do it the old way. I yeah. put I put the work the right in. way. Um, also, this is maybe basic, but I love just to to watch. Like, if I get hooked on a show on Netflix, oh man, I'm finishing that shit in like two weeks. Favorite show you've watched ever in like the last year? Oh, Power. Oh yeah, he loves Power. Power. Okay, can I can I tell you a quick story about Power? Please do. So, this is going to sound weird. I thought it was a prank my roommate in college played on me. So, he said, hey, you got to check out this star show, Power. And I was watching the first couple episodes, and you know how, like, there's so much sex in that show? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought he tricked me into watching a softcore. <laughs> <laughs> I can like, see that, I actually. literally was like, after two episodes, I, like, went into his room, and I was like, what the hell are you tricking me into watching? I was like, is this a softcore? I was like, is this softcore porn? Like, you just tricked me into watching softcore porn? Because, like, 50 Cent, until 50 Cent came up, I was like, oh, this can't be a softcore. No. But it was like, I literally thought, I was like, did he just trick me into watching, like, two episodes of a softcore? But, yeah. Did you finish it? I'm on the last season still. Oh, I'm actually jealous because I can't watch the last season right now. Because it's on what? Stars, oh. right? And it's not on Hulu. And that's how I watched it. Oh, dude, I'll give you my login. Joe, you just made my life. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, um, okay, keep going. Sorry. Number two, obviously, just going to different concerts and seeing my, my favorite artists mm-hmm. perform. Um, I love, like we talked about last time, the intimate venues, the, the smaller venues. Mm-hmm. The the only venue that I've gone to where it's in a an actual stadium type feel is Post Malone. But that's an exception. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number one for me is trying different restaurants. Oh yeah, I love I love trying different foods. A little bit of a foodie. What's your favorite food? My favorite food of all time is anything Mexican. Give me a burrito in my hand, and I am the happiest person there is. Were you like? Is it because of your last name? No, no. <laughs> Uh, maybe (laughs) maybe no it's um i'm also greek so i do love euros and that would probably be my second but i just love food as do as does everybody but if you get me a burrito and if you throw some egg in there daniel it is so good breakfast burrito breakfast burrito quick jab i got it what what is your favorite place to get mexican food in the city oh my goodness is it big is it big wig (laughs) um that's that's kind of americanized but it's it's still oh still counts yeah yeah just you know like one of those shops that's got like burritos tacos and like all the good stuff have you ever been to los tres ponchos on diversity no but i'm open there i'm open yeah get your ass there can you write that down for us please write that down. it's so cheap so it's actually a really cool story so it's two guys and their mom who had a taco truck in new or uh sorry mexico city and they came here and they wanted to do like a little store so they wanted to do a cart 
And they did a card and it like blew up so much that they got this like little storefront. It's so small, but it's so good. Those are the best places. And it's open until like yeah. 4 a.m. Velvet Taco is good too. Well, that, that's definitely not Mexican, that place. Well, yeah, but it's still good. That's definitely not Mexican though. Anyways, I'll stick with Big Wig. Have you been to Big Wig? No. Mm. I got to check it out. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like if you haven't been to Tanta oh. either. Oh, wait. But that's Peruvian. Tanta's Peruvian. Taco Madre. Taco Maya now. They changed their oh, name. Oh, that's but right. That place Taco is Maya. Fucking amazing. I would say that's my favorite that place. That place, uh, they got like five or six different sauces laid out. You know, like they bring out the burrito cut in half chart on the grill. Mm. I don't know if I respect that they changed their name from Taco Mama. I like that. Taco Madre. Yeah. No, that place is, I'd I, say I that's my favorite place. They got, they got two locations, one in the South Loop, one in Niles, which yeah. my mom lives in Park Ridge. So it's, it's not too far. All right. Nice. How about you? Oh, okay. Time for my list. Yeah. let's see what yeah. i got in here <laughs> uh number four for me actually is uh something that i've been doing for a long time before i actually started making music well, we can't i mean masturbation can't be a hobby come oh. on dude we talked about yeah. this i'm sorry okay <sighs> what's your new number four <laughs> uh it's graphic design actually he's really good at it um, and i'm not like, just saying this. i design our, our covers uh any artwork that we put out for our, like our logo or anything like that um, that's something that I do because like growing up, something I did was graphic design. I took a graphic design class in college. I like in my fraternity in college, I would always make all the shirts, all the like rush apparel, all the things like that. So working with like Adobe suite a lot, I actually really enjoy doing that shit. What frat were you in? Sigma Chi. Uh, yeah. In Hoke. Uh Oh, what does that mean? You don't need to know. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. I think it was racist though. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, um, okay. Uh, number three. Number three. Um, similar to his, mm. but I don't longboard. I just skateboard. But um, it's a lot of fun actually. Like uh, the last couple of really good days we've had on Sundays with our friends, we've skateboarded over to Lincoln Park, like play baseball catch. Or you do tricks and shit. I don't do tricks really. My friend he does a lot more, but I, I'm. A little weary, actually. I got hit by a car recently. Oh, oh we didn't even... Yeah. Dude, so did my Wait. friend. What is this? Like a fucking epidemic? Wait, a car? Yeah. Can we... No, I got hit by a van. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Wait, that's worse. You, yes. I thought you were going to like dumb it down. No, I wanted him to, to <laughs> I got hit by like one of those uh, electrical service vans. It was... <laughs> no, you really undersold that. Yeah. <laughs> he did. I don't, I'm don't. i surprised you undersold it. Cause, and also, we didn't even talk about this last time, but you can... Yeah, can la- last time that. I came on, I think it was a week after I got hit by the car. I mean, luckily... The blunt force did not happen to me. It happened that I was on an electric scooter at that point. How funny would it be if his voice before the week was like a really high-pitched voice, and now he just got the radio DJ voice? All you got to do for those listening, he got hit by a van, and that's why his voice sounds like it. Yeah, so it's worth it. Definitely go go get hit by a van. (laughs) You'll really enjoy it. He's okay, though, just Uh, so everyone knows. So one of my thing is I can still do a kickflip. Oh, damn. And... uh, I used to skateboard a lot when I was a kid and I broke my board on purpose thinking that my dad would buy me a new one and uh, he never did. And so <laughs> I can still do a kickflip though to this day and it's uh, it's That's like dope. my pride and joy. Wow. Ooh, that it's I think people undersell how much it, how much skill it takes to do that. So it's really impressive. Yeah. Uh, what's your number 2? All right, number number 2, this might be a little basic, but actually it's still traveling. Um, I love being able to go around to different places in the country and the world. Jeremy and I, uh, I'm actually a dual citizen of Colombia. Me and Jeremy went to Colombia. What a time. What a, a year time. or two years ago. 
Uh, two now. Yeah. Honestly, still one of my favorite things. I want to visit every national park in the United States. I want to be able to go to like Australia, Southeast Asia. You've been to Yosemite? I haven't. I've heard the most amazing things. We're, we were actually trying to plan a trip to go to Alaska soon. Yeah. Oh, nice. Your cousin's doing the same shit. Yeah. She's got a b- uh, friend out there. Okay. Oh, I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. That's dope. All right. Number one. <laughs> number one is uh, something I actually did this past weekend. Uh, once again. <laughs> no masturbation. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I, I just keep thinking. Yeah. Um, it's actually skiing. Oh. I love Didn't see ski. that coming. Even though I skateboard, I don't snowboard. I was, I was just going to say that blows my mind that you're a skateboarder who skis. I, I played hockey growing up. And there's just so much translation from hockey to skiing. Mm-hmm. French fry pizza. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, my list. So number four is going to be, I love podcasting. Obviously. What? I, yeah, I, I, know. I, I would have never guessed. It's just going to be, <laughs> sh- it's going to be uh, shocking. Um, number, number three is going to be music and not just going to concerts, but I love looking up music. I love going on like, I don't know. Do you remember when like dad Piff was popping and you would mm, find like all yeah. these like mixtapes? Mm-hmm. I love looking up music. It's so good. Oh, that brings me back. Uh, number wow. two is going to be shoes. Oh, oh love yeah, shoes. you show me your collection. I got, I got, in I got, okay. an, I got it a very impressive, my heat collection right now, my top three, my number one shoe that I own is the Sean Witherspoon 97 slash one. That shoe is absolutely insane. It's just like when you actually get to these like big collabs and these big like shoe drops, it's more of like art to me. And it's yeah. like I love that it's like art you could wear. I also got the Travis Scott sixes. Um, shout out Cactus Jack. And then I also have um, I got my first pair of off whites. I got off white um, Air Max nineties, and then I put the uh, pink laces on that you saw and oh, i think yeah. that's a pretty good thing no there was i didn't know that 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 didn't come with it no they came with brown ones and i swapped them oh, out that, wow. that's actually yeah. what a power something. move that was yeah well i think it looks better i'll show you them after oh, this yeah. i think okay. they look a lot better yeah. um and then my number one is golf golf is my favorite yeah. sport um i i played golf in high school um it's just uh, here's what i gotta say about golf i don't know if anyone golfs listening or you guys here i've been playing golf since i was eight that was after my that was my first round. I've never put so much love, time, and money into something that has never given me one ounce back. Like golf is so frustrating, it's so hard, and I love it to death. And yet, it still, you know, bends me over and shows me the fifty states. So just like <laughs> it, it doesn't, it doesn't treat me right. I still have lip outs. I still have stuff where it's like I, I spin off the green. It's like it, it pisses me off, but I love it, and that's what I want to do. And so. Yeah, golf has got to be my number one by far. I have a simulator in my house, so. Oh, dope. You That's wanna awesome. Play, you want to play 18 after this? I got you. What? Yeah. Um, okay. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, before we do the outro, East Main, what do we got to look forward to? Obviously, Autopilot 2, but anything else? Yes, actually. We have this podcast to look forward to right now. Yes, we oh, do. God damn, that was good uh, shit. Mm. But was smooth. Other than that, um, we're going to be putting out things every coming month, honestly. We are going to put out four songs this month, two songs the following month. Going to hope to continue on that trend. So don't think you'll ever get a shortage of East Main music, despite the fact that I think a lot of people are actually holding back. I read a lot about the music industry actually kind of pushing back releases of things because of what's going on and Mm -hmm. the ability not to tour right now yeah and i just want to say you know thank you for everybody who's already started to support us i mean we couldn't 
make it to the next step without you uh joe we appreciate you having us on again and yeah, uh we're excited to be back yeah yeah well you know thank you guys you guys have the open invitation i'm glad that you're our first repeat guest you guys can come on every week every day i don't give a shit you know i can talk about this stuff nonstop. i feel like we got a lot of stuff to still cover which mm-hmm. is fun so i yeah. i do that on purpose that way i make you guys have to come back but uh thank you guys for everyone listening and from all of us here in the studio have a good one stay safe corona free That was great. That was fun. <laughs>